So Jelly, I'm not sure if you have these in Canberra, but we have these things in Adelaide called retail stores. Retail stores. Yes, you you got you go in there. Are they like online stores, like the one that we're using to sell our t-shirt? Oh, do we have a t-shirt? Yeah. Tell, tell me more about this t-shirt. It's explosive, is what it is. Whoa! Don't don't say the word because we'll have to end the podcast. So yeah. there's a shirt where if I'm a loyal listener of, uh, and of course I am of Topical. Why else am I here? Like, how, how do I get my hands on this shirt? Well, if you go to our website, there'll be a link there. And the website is topical.fm. So I go to topical.fm. There's a, there's a big link that says yeah. T-shirt here or something. And I, I expect you to buy like 50 of them. You, yeah, no, no, you being the listener. We have to try and name them and see if we can shame them. So Patrick, Emma, you, David. Y- use. I, I expect use. All. use. Yes. Use all. Yeah. Y'all. Yins. Yeah. If you yins want Jelly and I on your chest... Then you need to head over to I was gonna say relate.fm <laughs> to topical.fm and get your shirt. Anyway, Jelly, this is so this is not a re- retail store operating out of Canberra, which makes me think that right. there are no in Canberra. So this this suits my narrative perfectly. Okay. Right. The backwater yep. town that you're from has no retail stores. It's not a backwater town. Yes, you have like one store, it's called the store, and that's where people <laughs> shop. So I I wanted to kick off today's topical by telling you a little a story I have about retail. A story. A story. I'm sorry. You're going to have to wait for the question until this really quick story is finished. <laughs> okay. So, okay. My wife has an Apple Watch. You know, we, lo- we love all things Apple. We, uh, it, it has one of the leather bands, you know, because I, I spent money on it and, you know, I'm, I'm a good husband. Yeah. And then wow. anyway, this fancy leather band split down the middle. It's starting to split like from the bit where it connects to the watch like down and you can see it's only going to get worse over time. So I'm like, don't worry. Quality. Quality. I got this. I work in the city. I'll go to the store. I'll get this fixed for you. So I walk in there and I'm super confident because I'm like, well, obviously it's split, you know, and I, I paid money for this and it's still under the, you know, 12-month warranty and blah, blah, blah. But the problem is the second I step in the store, suddenly I feel like all sheepish. I'm like, oh, excuse me, I've got this thing. And the, and the first guy basically is like, he's looking at me and he's like, yeah, you're going to have to book an appointment. Uh, you're going to have to do that online and blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm like, oh, where do I go to do that? And he's like, oh, you go to this URL. So I, I walk over to one of the computers, I go to book, it says no bookings available. I'm like, huh. Oh, this is good. So then I walk over and talk to another person. And she's like, oh, we'll see if we, I can get you to talk to someone else. Like, go and stand there. So anyway, five people in, I finally find a guy who has red pants. This is how the lady <laughs> said to identify him. She's like, go talk to the guy red with the red pants. pants. I'm like, all right, I will find the man with the red pants. It sounds like a, a movie plot. I know. So anyway, yeah. I, I found red pants. And it turns out red pants actually, like, he knows me from a podcast. I, I forgot to ask which one. So I'm just going to assume this one. And maybe one day Red Pants will be listening to this and he'll be like, that's me, I'm Red Pants. Anyway, eventually they agree, <laughs> yep, yep. So, like, we can do something about this. It's all good. I don't know if it's because Red Pants pushed some magical button. Or not. If you did, Mr. Red Pants, thank you very much. But then they're like, oh, you're going to have to come back in two hours to see, like, a genius. I'm like, oh, okay, like, I guess so. <laughs> and then I think they saw my Android phone and one of the questions is on my way out is, like, do you have a phone capable of receiving SMS? I'm like, yes, my phone, <laughs> my phone can do that. It's, it's not that, that backwards. <sighs> anyway, so two hours later I turn up and this guy has a long look at it and there's, a, there's an entire involved <laughs> process. I'm literally there for, like, an hour and a half trying to get a watch band Jeez. And by that point, like, I'm really happy because in the end, you know, they, they agreed to solve it. But there was such a process around it. And it got me thinking all about the, the retail experience. I mean, firstly, like it's it's 2016. Do you, do you think we should still have like retail stores at all? So 
Yes and no. I I mean, I buy a lot of my stuff online. On the line? Yeah, on the line. I buy a lot of things online. I buy Lego online. I buy um, shoes online. I buy all sorts of stuff online. Wait, you you buy shoes? How how does that work? You just you find out your size, and then from then on, you only order the same pair of shoes like over and over again. Yeah, well, my feet stopped growing at a certain point. They yeah, just I think kind most of stopped. Feet yeah. Do that. yeah, and generally, I buy. I buy skate shoes and they're all kind of fairly standard kind of sizing. Some shoes, like some sh- companies, their sizing is a bit weird. Like, can yeah, be a like bit d- weird. different shoes can be like tighter or like yeah. wider. Or, But ad- admit it, have you bought the same pair of shoes for the last three years? By accident. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've had this conversation before maybe. I can't remember. I think we did. I don't know if it was on air. So I'm yeah. just putting it on air right now. So I what what happened was uh, I because I, I buy my shoes online, I I. I had this great idea that I would, you know, one one time, one day that I would uh, I would buy my shoes from from the online store because it seemed to be cheaper, like fifty bucks shoes. Like, because I, I buy I buy one pair of skate shoes a year, and then I just wear them, like wear the crap out of them, basically. Like that's all I wear, and then I'll, you know, next year I'll replace them. So year after year, what ended up happening was I was buying exactly the same make model. I don't know. Do shoes have models? <laughs> I'm sure they do. This is the R290X. You're going to love this one. So I was buying these like I was just I was just going online and browsing through the like what they had and I'd be like, "Yep, that's the one that I'm going to buy. 50 bucks. Awesome." And uh it turns out that once I received my second like the second year in, I put the shoes side by side, just sat them down in the office and I'm like, "Wait, those are the same shoes. They're just a different color." My first pair was purple and the second pair was green. So same model, but by accident. And then the third year, <laughs> this year, my most recent pair of shoes, I went online again and just, you know, was browsing and bought, again, <laughs> the exact same shoes. All right. Completely so we, we've, just, we've just learned one reason why you might want to go to a retail stores. So you can actually buy like a, a different <laughs> pair of shoes. I, I guess in, in my case, it's also about like after sales support. Like I have had um, companies like Microsoft, like I had an Xbox 360 and it had the infamous like, you know, red rings of death, where basically your Xbox was like, yeah. "Man, I'm dead," and I'm like, "Oh, what I do I do now?" That. Like, there's no Microsoft store, and so I phoned them up, and all that ended up happening is they sent me a box in the mail. I put my Xbox in the box. Oh, man, you got a, a box? Yeah, I got a box, and the box was all like pre-postage paid and everything. So what? all I had to do was put it in the box, and then put that box in a box for the postal company to come pick it up. And then I got a new Xbox that also came in a box that arrived to my house. So that. That process took about two weeks, though. I guess the benefit of going to a physical store is the hope is, you know, if they have the product on hand and if everything's under warranty and whatever else, maybe you can get, you know, some kind of replacement on the spot. Or at least if not, you can speak with, you know, a human being and, and try and get things done. Yeah, see, I I mean, I recently bought a dishwasher for, for my house, a new dishwasher, and we bought from a retail store here in Canberra. So you do have those in Canberra? Yeah, we wow. did. We do. Fancy. We do. Just for dishwashers. <laughs> <laughs> Only dishwashers. Uh, I went to uh, I, I went online and had a bit of a look around to see what I I wanted to see. And I also kind of went around to each of the individual, like a bunch of different uh, dishwasher stores in Canberra because we don't just have one dishwasher store. Oh, we have come on. Admit it. It's just called the dishwasher store <laughs> and it's the only one in Canberra. Uh, yep. And I went around and kind of uh, did a bit of research and then, and I just would kind of have a look and kind of leave again. And then finally what ended up happening was Mel and I went out together and we kind of um, using the research that I'd done online and the research that I'd done kind of in stores, 
we went out and we actually talked to somebody and bought a dishwasher. But the process in store of actually buying something was literally, okay, can we have this one? (laughs) (laughs) So you'd already done all the research, you'd done everything else. Yeah. This is the one that we want. So what... I, I, I've got to delve into this a bit more. Like, do, like when you shop in retail, do you try and haggle on price or do you have any sort of like tactics that, that you use? It depends on or? the place. Most places I won't bother trying to haggle on price. Some places I know they'll do like price matching and that sort of stuff. So I'll kind of, you know, keep that in mind when I'm shopping. But as a general rule, I don't, I don't really haggle. Most of the time, honestly, when I go to a retail store, I just kind of want the information in front of me, like as if I'm buying online. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to like read stuff for myself as opposed to listening to people tell it to me. Because I had so part of the the dishwasher like story is that I went to one one retailer and I walked in and it's kind of like all these dishwashers and they have no information about the dishwashers. And I don't know if you know, but with dishwashers, you kind of need to know the size of the dishwasher because usually your kitchen will have a hole. Yeah, there'll be a hole in a cabinet and if yeah. your dishwasher doesn't fit in there, then, well, you can't exactly rip up your whole cabinet. So I went into we went into this store and uh, we were looking around. I'm like, I feel really uncomfortable. And then there's all these people in red shirts I think they were in they were in they they'd come up to us and be like hey dude can we help you and I'm like no nah, nah, I just want to look I just want to like just want to read about these things so I'm looking around and trying to figure out like okay are there any of these dishwashers any good and the question that I had was what's like how do I know what size these are and I walked over to a guy and asked him like do you have information on how big these dishwashers are and he said to them he said to me they're all a standard size <laughs> And you're looking across and you're like, yeah, they look different to me. I just looked at him. I just just gave him this deadpan like, (laughs) what? Look, as if to say, you're clearly an idiot because these dishwashers are all different sizes. They cannot be a standard size. That is the funny thing about retail, isn't it? Because I've I've had like amazing experiences and I've had terrible experiences. Like I'm like you, like I want to go in and I want to browse by myself, but at some point I need a staff member. I'm like, well, I have a few questions, just one or two questions I need to ask, you know, how big is it? Or, you know, I want to I want to actually buy it. And it seems like when I walk in and I don't want people to hassle me, 99% of the time they'll be like, are you okay, sir? Are you being served? I'm like, five <laughs> That's people the have Apple already store asked experience. me. Like, yeah, except yeah. When, when I actually want to buy something, then you're looking around and they're all like talking to each other or they're oh, like, yeah busy with other customers or they're just physically not there and you're like i have money i wish to buy this thing i had the funniest experience i did this thing where i was being a home handyman and i was fitting like our own cabinets and stuff like in our kitchen and i forgot to bolt one of these um big pieces of wood that goes in between like two cabinets so yeah i'm doing this thing and all of a sudden this thing just drops down and just smashes like our hot plate in half i'm like "Hmm, this is not good We, we can't cook anything until this is resolved so i went to get a new hot plate and I'm in the store, I kind of picked the two that I was trying to decide between and I asked one of the staff, I'm like, hey, do you know the difference between these two? And I kid you not, she looks at me and then she looks at the hot plates and then she looks at me again and she's like, this one on the left, the uh, the uh, the ring things are slightly bigger. <laughs> and I'm like, um, thank you, oh my I guess. God. 
you know what I mean? I, like sometimes you have that experience where it's clear the the staff have like no training whatsoever yeah, and they're like, yeah. I'm here to – and other times it's like, no, you get really helpful people. They're like, yeah, you know, normally people buy this one and they find these things. You know, I have one of these things at home and here's like my experience with it. They're like, oh, yeah, finally. Like this, this is good. This is actually something that reminds me of my time in retail. I worked in phone sales um, for several years for one of the carriers here in Australia and one of the things about the about that kind of experience was that the management and people kind of uh you know that trained us and stuff like that they were all about like you know being like you have to be real friendly and real exuberant and excited and all that sort of stuff to you know to customers uh which is all well and good except they never kind of really pressed the knowledge side of things which i found actually you know made me more sales in the end than you know my lack of exuberance (laughs) i mean i would talk to people and i'd be quiet and i would just kind of ask questions as needed and i would always get pulled aside saying oh you need to like improve your you know your sales technique because you're not being you know friend super friendly i'm like i'm just you know i'm just kind of talking to the customer like i'm asking them questions and i'm giving them answers what I found was I was actually one of the most knowledgeable people in the store for various different, uh, you know, aspects of, you know, the service of the mobile plans and what mobile plans had what features and that sort of stuff. I knew all of that because I had kind of memorized it and that made me more sales, partially because what would happen is other sales members, like other sales staff in the stores would come to me and be like, hey, do, do like, does this plan have this feature? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd suddenly break in and that sale would be mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the other thing about like I used to work retail as well and often in those circumstances, like I know definitely selling phones and sometimes, um, you know, selling electronics and stuff, you you can be on a commission as well. So you might yeah. be getting paid like your, you know, your salary, yeah. but, you know, you might get $5 or $10 from every, you know, phone contract that you sign like with a certain company. Or sometimes we used to have this thing we had, I think it was called GDP or something like you, it was basically like how much profit had you made the company that you work for. Yep. And at the end of every month, like based on how much profit that you'd made, like, you know, the top X people or whatever would get some kind of bonus. So there was this real pressure to, not just sell things to the customer, but to sell them the high margin stuff. And we used to have like all these tricks, like you put three things on a shelf. So you get like the really cheap, let's say stereo. Then you put, you know, the middle of the range stereo in between, you put some really expensive stereo at the top and you put the middle of the range one on a, like a red mat. Cause you know, salespeople have all these tactics that like red makes people uh, want to buy. So we're going to put red under this. And the whole point was your job was to try and sell that middle one. Like the, the cheap yeah. one was there to kind of draw people in. They're like, yeah, $99. Like I can afford $99. And you're like, yeah, but for $169, you know, this one does so much more. And they always invariably ask about the more expensive you know, like, Why is this one $300? And you're like, well, you know, this one does a bit extra, but really like, you know, where the value is. And it was that weird sort of sort of psychological thing. People were like, yeah, I can afford $99. If I spend an extra 50 bucks, like I get so much more, but I don't need the $300 one. And they'd almost always like pick the middle one. It would, it would just work. It was... Yeah. Yeah. And that sort of that sort of nonsense is why I prefer to like buy online or, you know, do my research before I go in or go in and read things and please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me until <laughs> I'm ready. Once I'm ready to buy something, once I know what I'm going to do or if I have a question, then I will talk to you and otherwise just stay the heck away. 
th- that's one of the reasons that I that I'm like that is because a lot of the time um, retail staff are not in it to help the customer at all, at all. They're yeah, just it's almost there like to, the opposite of their job. Like they yeah. want to try and push extended warranties. They want to try and like get you to you know buy the good stuff. Like their job is to make sales. It's not necessarily to to make you happy. And I, yeah. I don't want to sound like we're slamming retail stuff because I we both used to work in retail. Like there are. There are people out there who Retail generally hard. They, they, it's a hard job, and you generally yeah. you genuinely want to help people. Like unless you're some kind of weird, you know, sadist or something. Like you do want to help the customer, but you have these competing priorities, and you got your boss, you know, kind of yelling at you or whatever. Like I, I feel like retail people have a lot to learn from hairdressers. Like I don't know if you have this experience, but I noticed you can go to a hairdresser almost anywhere, and they'll size up in the first five or ten seconds whether you're someone who wants to talk like a lot, a little, or like not at all, and that they'll figure it out. Like I don't know what secret hairdresser code they have like at their hairdresser meetings or whatever but i've found no matter what city i'm in no matter like where i've got my hair cut no matter whether they've met me before or not they know within seconds that i'm a person who doesn't really want to talk like i'm not rude but i don't really want to hold a conversation about you know my kids and my weekend and what am i doing and the same hairdresser like you know one person over you know doing someone else's hair will realize oh that person wants to talk and they'll just you know they'll they'll go nuts and i think retail needs the same thing like if we could somehow have like you walk in the door and they give you like a little buzzer or something and they're like, just press this when you need help and we'll leave you alone otherwise. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. I, I, I always find that when I go into the Apple store, it's the wrong way around. So maybe they just need to like to learn to flip that. Because every time I go in, I'll go in, like I go in constantly all the time. Every time I go into the city, I will go to the Apple store just to kind of like do a loop around to look and see if there's anything in there that's interesting. And often I'll get stopped by like three or four people as I just kind of stop at various places in the store. If I actually want to buy something, though, or if I actually want to, like, you know, ask a staff member, you know, something, then it's it's like they're, they're just not even... The, it's like they're invisible. It's just... <laughs> yeah, I, I had one today. There was four Apple staff fiddling with something on a desk, and it, it was super interesting. And I'm just standing there like, I want to buy this watch band. And previously, five people had been like, hey, anything I can... I'm like, no, I'm just waiting for this guy. Like, he's at the back. Like, I'll be fine. No worries. And then I'm just holding this watch band. I'm kind of like hovering behind them. And I don't want to be rude because like maybe whatever they're doing is important and, you know, they're busy people. But at the same time, like I just want to buy this thing. Can I buy this thing? Please, can I buy this thing? What you need to do is you need to like have have the thing in your hand and then just like stare with <laughs> stare at people just with really kind of intense eyes. Just stare. Yeah. Serve me. Serve me. Just staring at the back of their head. So I, I got to ask this, right? So you're you're at the point where you've decided I'm going to buy this thing. Let let's say this thing's expensive. So it's not twenty dollars. It's like five hundred dollars. So it's it's a decent. So it's just like a, an adapter, an Apple adapter. <laughs> That's right. It's a USB to USB A adapter. Sorry, so I had that pants. experience. I, I bought a MacBook at um, JB Hi-Fi. I got like fifteen percent off. I'm like sweet, and I forgot to buy an adapter for it. And I'm like, okay, I just need an adapter. All it does is adapt from like USB-C to USB-A. Well, I got to go on a trip. Like I need this thing now. The Apple person hands it to me. It's $149. I'm like, well, there goes my 15% discount. <laughs> Thanks, Lord. Apple. Really, really appreciate that. But no, so, okay, you're buying this thing. It's it's not an adapter. Let's say it's a dishwasher or a fridge or something. So you, are you saying you don't have any tactic, tactics at all? Like do you be really nice to the salesperson? Do you try and act like you don't want it? Do you act like really interested? Like how how do you make sure that 
if you need to be like, oh, you know, can you knock some some money off it? They'll actually do it. I will usually, like I said, I if I want them to get to knock money off, I, I usually won't even bother trying if I don't know for sure that that store will typically do that. Stores like JB Hi-Fi, stores like, uh, I don't know, the good guys maybe, they will typically at least price match, which kind of requires you know, a little bit of research on my part to figure out, you know, where the prices are cheaper. But as a general rule, I don't really kind of have many tactics for dealing with uh, with staff members. I mean, oh, I... Oh, man. Man, I, I have all the tactics, Jelly. I'm going I'm to share some with you on this podcast. So the, the first thing is you've got to act like you're, the, you're their best friend. Like you're really friendly with them. You want to make them really comfortable. But at the same time, you don't want to let on that you... For example, I had to buy a fridge the other day. Yeah. And I actually needed the fridge because our fridge had died. So if I don't get that fridge home, like, you know, enjoy eating like, you know, warm food, yum, yum, you know, ice cream that's all melted and stuff. But I didn't tell them that. I didn't like, I need a fridge now. Please give me a fridge. Because that kind of like incentivizes them to be like, well, here's a desperate person. Like, enjoy buying the most expensive fridge. And so it's kind of that weird thing where you're trying to be friendly. Like, you definitely don't want to be rude. You don't want to like get oh, them yeah, on. No, don't. Don't be rude. But then you're like, look, if you could just, you know, I only have like this amount of money and if you could somehow like, you know, see your way to making it there, then, yeah, you know, I can I can walk out with this today and, you know, you'll make my family very happy. I always use my kids as well as like leverage. When we were buying a couches, <laughs> I kid you not, Sam was like two, maybe, might even be younger, might have been one and a half. He was basically like at that age where he's super cute, can't really talk and you can just carry him around. And we were looking at this couch and I'm like, you know what? It would make Sam here so happy. And I'm just like using my son here as leverage if, if wow. we could get this couch for like this much. And the guy's like, oh, he's so cute. Like I'll see what I can do. I'm like, yes. So there you go, Jelly. So takeaway from that is find a kid. Yeah, they're uh, everywhere. Any kid. I mean, kids are literally at playgrounds, just grab uh, one shopping centers. Something. And, and parents are normally, they're, they're keen to offload their kids. Like yeah, if you have any yeah. relatives whatsoever, even if like your relation is... We met once at a conference. We're related. Like they'll they'll give you their kids. They're like, here, babysit these things. I got to go. So not get one off the street. Then mm, that that might be a little bit too far. I feel like nine uh-huh. times out of ten that'll work. The one time out of ten that it backfires, it's it's not going to be good for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then use the kid to like be like, give me a dishwasher, or the kid dies. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to refine the strategy just a little bit. Like you, you don't want the the potential that they're calling the the police. Ah, maybe just back it. Try again. Just back it off just a little bit. Okay, so give me a discount, or I break the kids. <laughs> oh, well, I feel like it's effective. Well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that could work. I mean, definitely on some people they'd be like, "Ooh, well, I wouldn't want wouldn't want to get his leg broken." And this guy looks serious. It's uh, clearly not even his kid. I don't know how he has this kid. Like, oh, I better just better do it. Yeah, maybe just dial it back just one more notch, and I, I think you'll be there. Okay, okay, all right. Let me let me try again. Give me a discount, or the kid has to watch this puppy die. <laughs> Yes, yes, I think you've got it. There's no physical harm comes to this kid that you've borrowed off someone slash stolen. And, you know, puppies, puppies. What more is there to say about puppies? I'll just use a picture of a puppy. That way there's no actual puppies involved. And you can be very literal about it. You can be like, this puppy dies, and then you just like start cutting it with a pair of scissors. Like, it's just a piece of paper. (laughs) They're like, what? It's just a piece of paper. Like, don't don't get worked up. And and stare at at them with the intense (laughs) eyes. 
with the really intense eyes. Just don't even look at the paper that you're cutting. Just just look at the the oh, staff member. Yes, you've, you've got to go Frank Underwood when he's looking yep. into the camera like House of Cards style. Yep. That's that's the stare that you want. Yep. Maybe even narrate it while you're there. Nice. This guy doesn't even realize, but I'm playing him right now. To be like, what the hell is going on? Boom. <laughs>